Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Sith Council. Star Wars show here on the SEN channel. And I'm excited to have you back. Today is a it's a shorter episode. It's all right. It's a, we're in the uh, we're in the holding period Star Wars right now. You know that. Bad Batch had a nice arc last week. This is another one of those filler episodes. I know they'll say filler. Yeah, it is. Come on. It'll tie into something or something, but who gives a shit about these little silly episodes? But we'll, we'll talk about it. I loved it. Um, next to me today. I love when you start the show. It's just <laughs> so real. Never BS. Never, never the, well, everybody, I hope you're having a great day. Uh, we're going to be talking about Star Wars, and everybody wants to talk about Star Wars, and uh, that's going to be the show today. There's Galaxy, there's there's Wookiees, there's a whole bunch of stuff everyone's going to love. Not today. <laughs> oh, today, another today. filler episode, another Friday. Well, I mean, it no, usually, yeah. this usually happens. You know what it reminds me of? It's like um. when with network television before streaming really came on into play was that they would order these 22-episode seasons and they would have to put in some of these episodes. Like, what the hell are we going to do for the, for so many episodes? I think that this show is running into that at this moment. It's like they, you know, that it's going to pick up, and they're going to have some like, because the Ryloth stuff obviously ties in very well into the overall canon, into everything, and played. Um, I think incredibly. It showed a lot of of Omega as a leader. It showed those skills that we learned about her tied in. It shows a lot of Hera. It's great. Um, this stuff, I still, you and I talked about it off air. I do not understand because they made it seem to me that they're not in debt to this woman anymore. Yeah. That she paid off, she, she paid off all their debt. Why are they still working for her? I have no idea. I've been thinking about it. I like Just for it, money? I guess. Yeah. But it, it seems like it just doesn't make sense. As soon as, I thought they were going to open up where they left off with crosshair. Right. And then they just didn't do that at all. They went straight back to Sid's planet and then we didn't really get much other than the the pike, like is the most interesting part. Right. So and and it is and it is one of those things where it's I think they're gonna lead into the crosshair stuff. They're gonna lead into this is just one of those Hey boys, I got a mission for you. And and it's and there's it's like okay, that's it's it's like a video game where if you're you've been playing the game for a while and you're a little bored, you don't want to get into like the main mission today, and you're like, I just want to do like a side mission that doesn't really do anything, and I'm just kind of mess around and play with this and play with that. I still want to play with the main characters, and all right, and yeah. that's kind of what it seems like. It was exactly like what you said about last episode. We at least get Hera and we get Omega, and there it's character development. Yeah. I felt like there was no character development. The only thing, like I said, that interests me is that we have a role in this guy who's right. the son of Issa Durand yeah. and working with the Pike, which makes me think that there's a potential of like, Crimson some stuff Dawn, in, yeah, yeah, maybe Darth they, Maul. That's the one thing I will say about whenever it's Floney-based or whatever, is that as much as I goof and say up top it's filler, nothing is ever really filler yeah. because they use something from, from one of the episodes that ties in. Even with Mandalorian, when you go back to the frog lady and, and you know uh, Grogu eating all her food or food her children and being a, a mess murderer um but uh, th it all ties in so one way or another and there will be stuff that ties in but it doesn't stop the fact that you're watching and you're going okay at least i'm just i'm watching star wars i'm happy yeah but there's so much stuff like last night was crazy drop because they had bad batch that dropped 
Ted Lasso season two, which I still haven't watched season See? one. Oh, you're gonna I love it. I know. I, I'm just. I'm, and I think the family would like it too. <laughs> it's a whole thing. You know, so Ted Lasso. So let me let me tell you this. Okay. Okay. So Ted Lasso drops. Yeah. Which I still want to watch season one. Um, Masters of the Universe, which I'm a I'm a huge fan of. He man, if you guys know me, that dropped last night. And Bad Batch. So do you know what I watched? Masters of the Universe. Must love dogs. Oh no. <laughs> That's what I watched last night. Stuff must love dogs. The movie with like Julie. Oh no, it's with the it's with John Cusack and <laughs> Diane Lane. <laughs> and a Black Widow is also a choice, but we 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 settled on must love dogs. What? <laughs> How did that happen? We were going over stuff, and it was like so. The other night, I mean, I guess we should talk about this on big thing. Let's talk about that on big okay, thing. Okay. But but that's. That's, That's where Christian's but, at. Right but now. I will say to tie it all back in, the two of the dogs had lightsabers, so that was that. Was, so it was Star Wars. Based. <laughs> so it all it all made it all, sense. It all ties in. It all yeah. ties in later on with, and they they apparently know the Bad Batch. Yeah. So, um, but no, this I mean, there's really not much to talk about in this episode, to be honest with you, because there's it it's there's no new developments with any of the Bad Batch themselves. There's no new developments with with Omega ish. You know, there's not there's nothing. It's the same stuff we've really seen them do in, in the past. Did you have any other thoughts on it? No, not it was kind of like the episode we had with Ahsoka and the sisters when right. they were on the spice run with right. the pikes. It's very similar to that, which was good and bad in a sense. But really it's just I wonder where it's gonna lead up to. Um, if you see what, if you, do you know, uh, Swole Squidward, like, you know, Buff yeah. Squidward yeah. Roland looked like that. Yeah. To me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, there's always those silly, there's so many silly characters, the, the silliest character. I think that, I mean, it's a bold statement, but there's so many silly characters yeah. in star Wars, but I think one of the, the silliest ones that I just never could get on board with. Did you watch all of clone wars? Yeah. The talking sharks. Oh my God. I, I can't do what it. Was that? See, that was a lot. Second to last season? Uh, no, not second to last. I think it was like season three or season four. Oh. I can't remember what it was, but it was. I, I I couldn't buy into it. I mean, and it and it's funny because people be like, but you could Mon Calamari, you can do, <laughs> yeah. and, and I don't know. It's just something like I just there was just something about Mon Calamari. There was just something about talking about sh- sharks. Uh, talking sharks, and it, yeah. it just seemed like a Saturday morning cartoon that you that you turn off really quick. Yeah, or the character in the Harley Quinn show, the shark. Yeah, well, he's in he's in the Suicide Squad too. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I love. and and so, but that's I think that's I think that's a little different though because from the way that they're they're gonna set that up. But in I don't know what it was in Star Wars, it was just a little off putting. A little off putting. Yeah, sharks. I the whole sharks with freaking lasers with laser beams <laughs> laser shooting beams. out of their heads. Yeah, yeah. I it was called Infestation, right? This episode, yeah. I think, and I just. The infestation meant nothing. No. It just was harder to get out of the caves because yeah. they have an infestation. They, they, I'm telling you, it was literally like, okay, let's. We have this big arc that's coming up with Crosshair. Yeah. Let's because that's that is how you do it in television, and that's because that's my that has always been my my biggest point of why I think TV works better. Because with movies, if they would have made a movie about this. They wouldn't have, but if they would have made a movie about this, and you know, three years later, you don't get another thing. You're like, that was what I just watched. And yeah, we like, oh, we don't care. Like, it wasn't a great episode. Next week, Next can't week. wait. It's not bad. No, it's, it's just not just, great. Just yeah. Don't care about it, and it's like, and that's that's the beauty of TV. It's like what they know. They're not going to give you those two big Ryloth episodes and then jump right back into it because they want you to get into that feeling of, well, you still got the bad batch, and you're like, uh, and then when. It's almost like if the next episode is really good, it's going to seem great. 
compared yeah, to what we got. That's not, true. Yeah, not that this was terrible, but it's just one. It, they're very aware that this episode, when they put it out, they're like, yeah, people will people, people will dig it. It'll be fine. They'll do this, but this is not this is not the the core of what our story is about. I agree. I just wish that when they do that, they would have more dialogue between the mm. batch. I, I think to if reveal you, a little bit more through yeah, character. Yeah, I like we. We know Echo, obviously, from Clone Wars more so than some of the other characters, right. but I still want to know them more. Right. Yeah. So I, we, get, we got to know Wrecker in the beginning and Hunter a little bit, but, you know, tech is just to say stuff right. so that you know what's going on. I would like to, I just, th- I think if you're going to not do so much action, dialogue's important. Yeah, I agree. Um, so look, there's really not much to say about this episode unless there's particular things you guys want to comment on that you dug. Uh, but we're going to move on. And there's an editorial that was on Star Wars Newsnet. If you're not checking out StarWarsNewsnet.com, you really should. They're phenomenal. I've been reading them since like 2014. And uh, I talked about them highly on Jedi Council when I was there. And I talk about them highly here. I mean, we have Lacey and, uh, and John Hoey from um, the Resistance podcast in the Schmodown. And I love, I really absolutely love what they do over there. And you should check it out. But Miguel Fernandez wrote an editorial on Star Wars News Net, and I wanted to read it, and then we can talk about it on the other side. Cool. It is, um, it is the book of Boba Fett. It's this, it's basically the article that what what he's writing here is what we know and what to expect from the Ooh. book of Boba Fett. So I think this is really what we're going to talk about here for the majority of this show, because we're not too far away from the book of Boba Fett. No, we're really not. Really close. I can't believe we're almost in August. It's nuts. I know. It's nuts. It's it, it, it's I'll, it's a year and a half. It's just it's like time travel. It's <laughs> stupid. We don't know time. It's so stupid. All right, listen. This is from Miguel. The book of Boba Fett is going to hit Disney Plus later this year, and today we like to collect everything that we know so far about the show, and we're going to speculate. This is the list of a of series of three editorials where I'd like to take a look at the information we have right now about the shows in the Mandalorian pocket of the universe and discuss some theories about what could be going down in them. The first one would be about the Book of Boba Fett. is the first spinoff from the main show. Next week, we're going to discuss the Mandalorian Season 3. I really like this premise, by the way. Um, Feel free to leave a comment with your guests about what you think is going to happen in the show. Go over to Miguel's article and go support him and... um, and give some uh, give some comments on this because I'm I'm excited to read it and we can discuss it over here. The Mandalorian season two ended back on December 18, 2020, with a post credit scene featuring Boba Fett taking Jabba's throne away from Bib Fortuna with Fennec Shan by his side. It was followed up by a big title card saying the Book of Boba Fett. This was, of course, the official announcement of the Boba Fett spinoff series that had been shooting for a couple of weeks already. We learned about it early in November via a report from Deadline, which said such spinoff was ready to go and start shooting the week after. Many people speculated over the weekend that Book of Boba Fett was actually the title of Mandalorian Season 3. Furthermore, there was actually a theory floating around saying that the first two seasons of The Mandalorian would be titled The Book of Din Darjin. From now... Excuse me. From now on, and the, and the next two would be the Book of Boba Fett. On Monday, December 21st, John Favreau was a guest on Good Morning America and publicly announced that the Boba Fett was actually a spinoff series starring Tamar Morrison in the title character and Ming Na Wen as Fennec Shand. Favreau, Dave Filoni, and Robert Rodriguez are executive producers. It is totally separate from The Mandalorian Season 3, which will still have Pedro Pascal as Din Darjan in the lead role. Series was shot between early December through the end of April, beginning of May. There are rough dates. We never saw any official announcement of either the start or the end of principal photography. 
We do know, however, that the series has wrapped. Actress Ming-Na Wen posted pictures of the wrapped gifts, and star Tamar Morrison even shared the news in a recent interview with SFX Magazine. As the posting of this article, there's no official confirmation on how many episodes the series will be. A rumor floating around uh, these past few months said that there would be four episodes. Interesting. Did you know that? That's what I heard. Okay. Uh, however, given the very long shoot, the episodes could very well be higher than that or longer. Oh, or yeah. Longer. So I'm that's something too. They're gonna, I, my guess is four, one hour. What was Loki? Six? Six. Loki was yeah. six, and they're about an hour long. Yeah. So that would make sense. Uh, IMDb is saying that there will be seven episodes, and since this is very un, uh, this is a, since IMDb is a very unreliable site for unreleased content and yeah. very reliable for already released content. I see. I see. We should always take this with a huge grain of salt. Nonetheless, if true, this would be seemingly fit much better. Would seemingly fit much better the amount of footage that must have been shot during the five months of principal photography. No length has been given for the episodes yet. Right now, we only know that Robert Rodriguez will be directing at least one episode, but probably more than one, as Tamar Morrison confirmed last month. In addition to that, Morrison also said in an interview that Favreau, Filoni, and Bryce Dallas Howard were also back in the director's chair. So let's say that Rodriguez is doing two or three, right? Mm -hmm. Favreau's doing one or two. Filoni's doing one or two. And Bryce Dallas Howard probably doing one. One. Right? So... Minus a, an episode or two by somebody else, I think seven's probably probably legit. I wouldn't be upset with four. We can get back into that in a second. This is another reason why we suspect the series will be longer than four episodes. The actor teased that Rodriguez will direct more than one. Yeah, uh, he said there are some wonderful directors in it. It could mean nothing, but it could also mean that they brought new people to the team, which automatically add one or more episodes to the count. Additionally, even though there hasn't been an official confirmation of this happening, there are high chances of the show getting a season two. Morrison himself said that so far there hasn't been any talk about it, but he didn't shut the door either. This might be appropriate for the speculation section, but there is, reason, there is really no reason story-wise not to go ahead with another season as there are no bounds for the main character, unless he dies. No story points he must meet by the end of the series run, unless he dies. Um, also, most of the crew gear we have seen uh, f- so far is labeled with the Book of Boba Fett Season 1. Here's an example. Spoiler alert for everybody here for that doesn't want it. This is for both Miguel's article and for us. If you don't want to hear any more about Boba Fett, we, uh, you should probably take off. Okay, you've been warned. Before we share these rumored The Book of Boba Fett crew graphics, there was speculation Buccaneer was the working title for Mando Season 3, even as of early December, before Boba was released. As far as what will be in the show, we don't really know yet. Tamar Morrison confirmed there would be flashbacks set between the events of The Empire Strikes Back and The Mandalorian. What these flashbacks will tell us, we don't know. But we will be interested to see the shape of Boba Fett change as the years go by. You think there's going to be a lot of de-aging? I don't think so, because I think think they'll have him in his mask. So you don't think you'll ever see his face? No. You don't really need to. But he's got to look. But the thing is, whoops, he was considerably bigger yeah. in Mandalorian than he was in the original trilogy. That's true. That's the thing that was like, it, you know, you could retcon it and, and say, you know, oh, look, he, he, he should look, I don't, I don't want them to retcon it. I want, he should look the way he did in Empire and Jedi if they're going to, um, if they're going to do that. Yeah, but I think they could easily do that. They could have a body double and then have, and have his voice. voice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. They could do. I mean, if they're going to do those flashbacks. Yeah, and then but not they show could his de-age, face. Yeah. But I still think they would need a body double if they're going to do that. If Probably. They, yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
and depending on just like one scene, I mean, you look at you. I still think to this day the best de aging that I've seen so far in any property. Um, well, there's a couple of good ones. The, the Coming to America one was really good. Really good. It was really good. Um, but the uh, Michael Douglas Ant Man one. Oh yeah, that the, was excellent. It was really That's good. That's true. It was really good. Um, the Downey one in Civil War, not it, it was was okay, but it, you could you got away with it because it was supposed to be part of like a VR type thing, yeah. so it, it it worked. But and Kurt Russell, I thought looked good in uh, in well, what the hell, Guardians of the Galaxy two. Yeah. Not bad. So if they do that... And Luke didn't look bad either. The t- problem with Luke was that it wasn't really... It wasn't him. It was a different actor, right? So they had to like basically place replace his whole face. Because Michael Douglas, it was him. They just, de- yeah. they just yeah, de-aged yeah. him. Same with That's Kurt true. Russell. They just de-aged him. Um, and same with Eddie Murphy. The The Luke one is noticeable to me more so because it's you're just you're replacing a face on a face the same way you did with like tar- Leia Tarkin did the same thing and Tarkin yeah. right so it was like it's noticeable yeah it worked fine I would never want to see a full series of somebody like that a scene no no like a scene if Boba Fett is, they're showing flashbacks and he, and like you said it's a it's a it's a body double you hear his voice and he's doing his thing and then his helmet comes up for a second and it's a DH for like a minute or something who cares? That's yeah. fine. Even if it's noticeable, who cares? I agree. That yeah. wouldn't bother me at no, all. No, it, it, it rarely bothers me unless they do, like, when they were going to do a full James Dean movie in... It's funny. I still don't mind that as much. I think Roxy the and I... The whole movie? I think Roxy and I are the only ones who... Yeah. Are, yeah. Yeah. It's... that's it, Because I just... I Even though... It, I'll, I'll go... I'll go take it back a little bit. The reason why I am not comfortable with doing it for Luke for the whole season or series or an episode is because it my eyes aren't tricked yet if okay. you if you can trick me i don't mind it i wouldn't mind to see, i mean i feel today if they did a, a a bruce willis die hard movie with young john mcclain that computer animated one that they come up with if they could really make it real would be to give you a better performance than bruce willis today anyway um, because Bruce Willis checks out on every movie he's, he's bruce willis in every movie yeah. but if you could actually do it and you could change it it's a scary thought because you're like, well, actors will be replaced and this and that, but you still got to pay the guy for his likeness. You still got to pay him for everything. You know, if the agent's good enough, you'd be like, hey, you can use him for whatever you want. Just pay him the same amount you would if he's doing it. And I, I know it's a different. It's it. We're, but the generation will be in the Ready Player One age that, to us old fogies, yourself included, at that point would be. This is not right. This is it's not Feel regular. Feel weird about it's it. Weird actors, but the, to them, it's going to be, be normal. It's going to be normal. I know. I need to keep reminding myself. I don't want to be the person who's aging and is like, "Why are you doing that?" You're, you're, it's inevitable. <laughs> it's inevitable. <laughs> you didn't, kids. It's yeah, a, it's inevitable, and it's <laughs> part of it. Yeah, it's like there's every every. The, we, my wife and I were watching whatever movie it was on the '80s the other day, and we're and we're going, nah, "I don't make movies like this anymore." And how many times <laughs> did you hear that? How many times did you hear your parents say that? You know, anyway, we'll all someplace. the time, all the time. You kids, you kids, you guys you don't know. Don't, you don't know. You don't know. The eighties were the best. It's like, yeah, nobody. Everyone, everyone who was in the eighties really does rep the eighties. Yeah, it was. It was best. a good era. Yeah, you missed it. I know, <laughs> just missed it. You blew it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. Co- going back in time though. You know, we'll talk about on the big thing. Yeah. I've been rewatching eighties movies or watching eighties movies for the first time. Yeah. Oh, we definitely should talk about eighties movies and and even even a deep dive into late night. I mean, because when the, 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 the Sopranos finds its way into every show I do now, but uh, this but the Sopranos, you were, if I was to guess, when the Sopranos came out, 
because it was shot. It was shot in ninety seven. It didn't yeah. air until ninety nine. So I would assume that you were. That's why season two they look so much different. Old. Yeah. Well, season well pilot from pilot to, yeah. to tone, it, it was a year later when they shot, or eight months later after they shot the pilot. Um, I would guess you were around ninety nine. I would guess you were around six or seven years old when I came out. Ninety nine. Yeah, I was. Six. Yeah, so you yeah. weren't watching The Sopranos. Um, <laughs> anyway, but Boba Fett, it's um, that's there's nothing. Additionally, a report published last month by Collider said that the book of Boba Fett would be acting like The Mandalorian season two point five, huh. with characters from the show appearing in Boba Fett. Well, that's the look. The thing is with with this show is that it's going to serve as a platform similar to what the MCU does, where they can bounce back and forth and they can s- introduce new characters, they can bring people in. I think what they did with Cad Bane, bringing him back in uh, Bad Batch, allows them to bring him back in this. I really hope that they do. I, I don't Me care. Too. I mean, I assume we'll see him again in Bad Batch. I don't need to see him again in Bad Batch. No. That, that enough to me, set it up, that they, he knows Fennec. Yes. They've had interaction. Let's let that stuff play out for hundred, and now they have beef because they like really went after each other. And Boba Fett and him have beef, yeah, because they because of the whole the, the the shot in the head that he that he gave him and that dent in Boba Fett's helmet's from Cad Bane, and and, and we know obviously that he survived against Boba Fett. So this is um, yeah, it's set up wonderfully if they bring him in and that character. Like, come on, if you're Dave Filoni and you've already brought in Ahsoka who is a super popular character. You've, you've done these things and you transfer over. I cannot imagine in a million years. I would, I would heavy betting odds that that, that, that dude shows up. In, in Me too. Go-Go-Go I think that. he's going to show up. I think we're going to get Darth Maul. And, oh, yeah, and I also think we're going to get Darth Maul. I think we're going to get Maul. You, you think you're going to get Maul in, in Book of Boba Yeah, Fett? I think we're going to get, or some Crimson Dawn. He's dead by, he's dead by then. Book he is. I mean, unless you do flashback. No, he's even, even then, he's dead. He, he, died, he died before, uh, before, he died way before New Hope. Oh yeah, Obi Wan killed him. Obi Wan yeah. killed him, and he killed him yeah. like when Luke was like. Eight. I'm mixing up the timeline. Yeah, I thought because when they were teasing it in Bad Batch episode, I'm like, oh, are we gonna get Crimson Dawn and Boba? Because they've been certain. Right. Like, I, yeah, mean, no. I mean, I mean, yeah. Right. Who knows? Who knows what the remnants of of Crimson Dawn had been? I still think a miniseries of Crimson Dawn with Sam Witwer back as as yes. Darth Maul. I think a miniseries could work, I, and and that actually plays into this whole thing about season two of Boba Fett. I was okay when I thought I thought Loki, by the way, was one and done, and I was cool with that. But now apparently there was like a post credit scene that said he's going to be back for season two. Great, and I'll watch it, but I don't need it. I, I agree. I like these things where it's like, let's keep moving on. I mean, I understand the success of it. Like, yeah, well, it's got good ratings. It's not guaranteed the other ones will. Yeah, but that you're, you're going to get people excited about it if you just give. Let's let's give a one and done, and tomorrow Morrison will keep working because he's every clone. And you can keep putting him in stuff, and he's in what they say he's, he's apparently Commander Cody in the Obi Wan series, which is cool. They're probably de him for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I don't. I don't need. And I could. I, I could backtrack on this after I see it, but I don't necessarily need a, a second season of Boba Fett. If you know, I don't know. Depending on how they play it out. Yeah, I'm with you. I didn't even necessarily need a season one. I was just really excited that they were doing right. it because Boba is a character I've wanted them to flush out forever. But I, I yeah, I, th- I think it would be a perfect miniseries. That's it. And then, then that's why I would like to see a miniseries with with Crimson Dawn, just so they're able to tie it up with. I and as and and I, I've just raved about. Star Wars Newsnet many times over, and you know you guys know how much I love Brian Ward. Uh, I 
they have their they have a whole hashtag thing of make solo two happen. I am not in that movement. Uh, I am I, not. I am either. not. I am not in that movement. I don't ever need to see a solo two movie. I don't care about that movie. But what I do care is the stuff that they set up in that movie with Crimson with Dawn. Crimson Dawn. And I would love to see Amelia Clark back. Yeah. As Kira running in that circle and if and if Han Solo shows up in it all right sure um but that's what I'd rather see if you gave me a choice of you could have the the mafia syndicate kind of crimson dawn underworld stuff or or solo too come on easy yes it's like pizza or carrots exactly I the the part that was interesting lasting in solo was the crimson dawn stuff that we got (laughs) like Five minutes I know, total. But it was of, great. It was so good. It was great. I remember seeing that movie with Ken, and then when Darth Maul popped up, you know, it, it, the crowd was, you could feel how confused they were because they're like, I thought he died in Phantom Menace. Nobody, it, a lot of people had watched, nobody had watched, uh, unless you're a hardcore fan, you didn't know that he was alive. So I said, I remember leaning over to Ken going, ballsy. I was like, you know, that's that's ballsy. People are not going to know what's what's going. People, a lot of people are confused right now. He's like, yeah, definitely, but ballsy. We both liked it because that was the thing that I hope. I hope that they explore that. There were rumors around that they were going to do a Crimson Dawn series. I feel like they were going to do that if they put that in like that, so minimally. Yeah, like it yeah. was what they're doing now with characters well, like Cad Bane. Right, and I think that, and I. It just wouldn't be on my, and I understand, it wouldn't be on my list of priorities to get to, though, because if you've got this Acolyte series, which sounds so cool, um, and I love that they're exploring that timeline, you've got Ahsoka, and then you got Patty Jenkins' movie, you have all these things. The Crimson Dawn series, if it was even in development, I'd be like, yeah, we'll get to it when we get to it. Yeah. And it's like, it's not, it, it's something I would be interested to see, but I, it's not something that is, we got to get this going. People yeah, are Yeah, if they're doing their interconnected universe, so to speak, right. it's not necessary right sure now. right yeah. now. No. Uh, all right, jumping back into this article, the speculation begins. And as I said earlier, all right, there is really no limit to the story and the character is free to do whatever he wants, which has to be very excited from a writing perspective. Right now, all we can speculate is who's going to be in the series. We know that there will be more characters appearing from the Mandalorian besides Fennec and Boba Fett himself, which this is smart, by the way, because Mandalorian has a lot of fans, new fans, OT Star Wars fans that know a lot of these characters that will, then when they pop up, someone like um, people think that Din Tarjin will show up. Please have Pedro Pascal show up. That would be amazing. Uh, let's see who else. Cobb Vanth, they're talking about, which also makes sense. His appearance in the Marshall was clearly not supposed to be a one and done. But didn't he show back up? I thought he showed back up at the end of the... Didn't he show back up at the end of the Mandalorian season two? I don't think so. Didn't he go back and and he asked for his help? I thought he came back to him. Did he not show up again? I thought he came back to him. Maybe. I don't remember. I, I got to watch the series again. Um, it would be a shame to have an actor on the level of Timmy Ol- Oliphant signed and not use him more than one episode. I guess not. I always th- thought he came back, especially when you have a spinoff series that kicks in the exact same planet as the one where Vanth was last seen. Whether or not we'll see characters like Bo-Katan, Casca Reeves, I don't think so, or Axe Wolves, uh, we don't know. Katie Sackoff, who played Bo-Katan, both in live and voiced, was very clear in the year that she didn't know whether she'd be part of Mandalorian Season 3 or not. Well, we're supposed to have her on on oh, uh, Big yeah. Thing soon. So oh, that'll be sick. I'll, um, I will, uh, I'll, 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 I'll prod. She's not going to tell me anything, but I'll prod. <laughs> uh, but we don't know anything about Boba Fett. 
Even though, this is not very specific, one of the pieces of crew gear we see above what is, seems to be a Wookiee arm, which belonged to a creature that is out of frame. Okay, so Wookiee is great. Don't give me, I don't need Chewie on it. Make it a new Wookiee. As far as the story goes, the fact that Morrison's specifically mentioning that we're going to see what came after the events of Empire is interesting. Part of me wonders if he's, if he's even confusing Empire with Return of the Jedi, and that he actually meant to say that we're going to see how he got out of the Sarlacc pit. You'd assume we want to see that, yeah. right? That's that's got to be the stuff. I um, think so for sure. Yeah, that, that's 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 the main thing. And then this, Miguel kind of goes into that more more or less about the Sarlacc pit. That's what everybody always wondered: was how the hell did he get out, right? And what it's it's going to be, it and maybe they're just scared to do it because the reaction is either going to be, all right, that was dope that how they did it, or that's it. Yeah. Because what you would assume is he fell into the thing's mouth, got caught on one of the teeth, was able to be able to get himself out, acid from the thing's belly is kind of going up. He's got to avoid it. And then he shoots out the thing's mouth with the with the rocket and gets the hell out of there. So that's yeah, it. it might be really quick. Yeah, and then if I'm him, you go, why? Everybody's dead. Job is dead. Everybody's dead. Um, because, you know, that's all. Some people were confused. They're like, oh, but but how is that? How is that? Place still still around didn't it blow up. No, it was the ship that it was that wasn't that wasn't the actual palace, Jabba's palace. And then he goes back to the palace years later, but he he never went back. And when he could have went back to take out Bib, like then he didn't. Why? You know that that's that's yeah. What was stuff. he doing? What was he doing? Where did he? Why did he? When he took off, when he arrived after after he got out of that Sarlacc pit, like why didn't he go back then? Why didn't he? Did he try to collect money? Like. What did he do? How how messed up was he from it, right? Does yeah. those scars all over his face, is that from the pit? Is that from maybe some of the acid from the thing's belly? Is that, I, like, I would love, I they have to explore that. And then at what point did he lose his armor? Right, right, right. Well, that was in, that was in the book, in Aftermath. In Aftermath, oh, they yeah. show you, he loses in it Aftermath. right after, he, he, must, he must lose it when he gets out of the pit. Yeah. And then they find it. But, and then, yeah. And- yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because the Book of Boba Fett, to me, what it seems like and what I'm totally down for is the book of Boba Fett is chapters throughout his life. So you could see maybe I don't necessarily think tomorrow Morrison was confused. I think tomorrow Morrison was going over more so of uh, what you could have the stuff in between empire. You could have the stuff when he meets up Darth Vader could very well show up in the show, mm-hmm. um, which would be great. And just a scene of in comics, the canon Boba Fett lets is the one who lets Darth Vader know that Luke is his son. He's the one that he's the one that gives him that information. Was able that that it's that it's a Skywalker. It doesn't necessarily know it's oh, a son. Oh, that he's that, that it, his name's Luke Skywalker, and then that's when then when he finds out about it. It's in it's in one of those Marvel. I think it's in the, it's either in the Star Wars comic or the Darth Vader line. I'm pretty sure it's the Darth Vader line with uh, with Boba Fett, and it's like this like evil Wookiee and all this stuff. That it was it was a cool little story arc, but um. So that's possible to see that, uh, to see that area in between four, in between five, seeing the Sarlacc pit. The Book of Boba Fett are chapters throughout this dude's life. Mm-hmm. The Mandalorian part of it is just another chapter. So if they did like seven chapters and each episode was a chapter throughout the Book of Boba Fett, that sounds pretty fantastic. That sounds really cool. It's like Tale of the Bounty Hunters. That's yeah. what Simon Kimberg always wanted to do. Yes, yeah. that's what I wanted to see. Yeah. And I think that they could use this as a vehicle to do just that. I think that they will. I think yeah. that they will. I think they should open up with a Sarlacc pit escape. It's the first one? Off the bat. <laughs> hmm. 
I don't think they will. I, think, <laughs> I don't think they will I either. Think, I think because they want to establish what the tone is of the show, so you'll probably start in Jabba's Palace, a have a few of the setup of what the tone of the show is to establish the... Um, just the, the the way that it's the, what's the word I'm looking for the, the way it's going to work um, the the structure of the show okay and so that way when they have the full episode you're like oh so you're going to flash back or you're going to get like this this one's about this time period this episode's about that time period so maybe we do that get the Cad Bane thing which would be interesting if you flash back and you see that scene of Cad Bane and him that we saw in that animated thing where they shoot each other yeah. but then you cut back into time now and him and yeah. Cad Bane finally duke it out it's like a crossover in between it, it's it's very it's it's fascinating and it's much more of why I, I'm more excited to see this um, than I was a spin-off movie that they were going to do a while 100%. ago 100% yeah this makes more sense to me um, alright let's go through one or two more stories and then we can call it a day to day like I said it's been it's been pretty slow for, for yeah. news um I got a people notification, ironically, just now that says Mark Hamill reveals he secretly appeared in every Star Wars movie since 2015. Yeah. Since, it, but yeah, didn't that's not new news, is that? No, I don't think so. I think that it just never was. It just never was revealed. It was always okay. rumored. Like he was, he was the little alien in the casino in Last Jedi, and uh, he was. Uh, he was somebody in, in Solo. I can't remember oh, who yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, because he just voiced multiple secret yeah. voice cameos. Yeah, this was something from... This is one last thing we'll cover, but it's about Obi-Wan. It's still, even though I'm looking forward to Boba Fett and the Acolyte, um, which is really jumping up there for me. Me too. Mandalorian Season 3, all of it. Obi-Wan is... The one. I, it's the one. <laughs> it's it, the one. It, it really is. It's the one that ties it all together. And and the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, this is, from again, from Miguel Fernandez. The Obi-Wan Kenobi show has been filming for almost three months now, and we have heard some of the cast members talk about the show and seen some leaked pictures of the actors in the, in the black robes. But one of the people that has been almost absent for the conversation is actor Sun Kang, who is starring in the now in theaters uh, Fast 9. He was announced to be part of the cast of the show back in late March, but little else is known about his character. Speaking to Rotten Tomatoes on Thursday, the actor described the mood on set. The feeling that I get on set is every single crew member, you look in their eyes, and it's like a kid going, I grew up watching Star Wars. Like, this is my dream to be here, to see one of the Star Wars characters or Darth Vader character or, you know, one of the Jedi walking around. That's interesting. Yeah. So there we have official confirmation that Sung Kang's character has at least been on set with Darth Vader, but it's more than that because he's also saying that there are multiple Jedi characters in the show, that is, besides Obi-Wan himself, and that's and that he's been on set with at least one of them. One could think that that's just the way he phrased the sentence, but he can put that together with Moses Ingram's lightsaber training video from early May and conclude that there may be more than one non-red uh, red lightsaber wielders in the show. When Kang's casting was announced, many speculated that he might be playing a pod racer on Tatooine. We don't know if that's true, but we do know that his character comes across both Vader and at least one Jedi. In addition to that, he also wears a costume. He said, I used to dress up in these Halloween costumes like I had a Darth Vader one, Luke Skywalker. It was put together like duct tape. And after a while, and, uh, and and the fact that I'm actually on set and they're putting, like, a Star Wars costume on me, come on, dude, like, pinch yourself, right? All right, so this particular, there's a lot to, to go on here. Yeah. It makes all the sense in the world to me that there'd be multiple Jedi in this series. And that's why I never understood when people were like, we don't need an Obi-Wan series, and Vader didn't need to be in it, and this and that, and there should be no, because everything's dead. Do you know how many Jedi there were? 
And you know how many Jedi got... They didn't kill all of the Jedi the right away. And Obi-Wan tells Luke, Vader went down and hunted and killed all the Jedi. He, he, him and the Emperor and, and the Inquisitors, you're going to see an Inquisitor in this series. There's no doubt about it. They're, we're finally going to see a lot of the Jedi purge, which we haven't seen in live action stuff, right? So when we... Like, it didn't take three months. It, it took years upon years. And there was the Force unleashed video game did you ever play that game i think i have played that game a the few sam times. witwer one yeah yeah so it starts off which it's not canon but it was fascinating um and it starts off as the jedi purge is still happening and vader's mm -hmm. just wrecking oh, yeah, jedi left and right and he mm -hmm. and he this is when he finds young sam witwer as a, as a kid and then takes him on as his apprentice but um like that type of stuff is we haven't seen a lot of that. So if there's still Jedi running around and they're trying to stay quiet and Vader's running around hunting people down, that's a and Hayden Christensen's in it, you don't just put him in there for one or one scene. No you, way. you have him you have Vader be part of it and Vader starts hunting people down and you're like, Oh, this is a this episode of Obi Wan, it's just Vader taking out some of these Jedi and Obi Wan like wakes up to the force and goes, Okay, this dude's out there. I gotta I gotta do something. I got to do something. So I think that, uh, yeah, absolutely, we're going to see um, more Jedi out there besides just Sith. Do you think so? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think this this is why everyone's so excited about this show because after we the the way that we ended things with Obi-Wan and Darth Vader was not ended. Right. Like we And then we just picked up somewhere and expected and don't know anything in the decades that happened, right. really, between the Eight two. Eight years later, yeah. Yeah, and there was so much that happened before picking up to the next movie. So I think that you have to show that. And Obi-Wan can't be the only focus of right. the show. You have to have a B-plot that connects to it, and I think that's going to be Darth Vader. It can be Vader. It can be this Jedi, the Jedi trying to survive. It's, it's, it's all of it, and it's not just... It's going to be these side missions of Obi-Wan no. on Tatooine. It's not, he's going to keep young Luke safe. He's going to make, so, I mean, we know that, um, that Joel Edgerton is in it. So there's going to be these scenes with him and, and Uncle Owen. They're mm -hmm. going to develop Uncle Owen a little bit more. So, uh, yeah, this is shaping up to be something pretty special. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for you guys for joining us here today, both Steph and I, uh, enjoying doing Sith Council. Mike wasn't obviously here this week. He'll be back next week at some stuff he had to do. Eating chicken. He's eating a lot of chicken. So make sure you subscribe to the Apple Podcast feed or the Spotify or wherever podcasts are found. Please check us out. That is what helps us tremendously. We don't do the, uh, the robots on this show. It's straight conversation, but we need you guys to help us out. So please download these episodes listen to these episodes subscribe follow us whatever you can do uh thank you to steph sabron thank you to you guys we'll see you on the flip side homie i can feel your anger it gives you focus makes you stronger